She's not scared to, to have a fight. I think she's got like a lot of star qualities that could be good for the future. Olympic Channel Podcast. That was double Olympic champion Jay Jones. I'm Ed Knowles, and this is the official Olympic Channel Podcast. Each week we find for you the very best athletes and we ask them to go in deep about the biggest Olympic talking points. So, it's the Youth Olympic Games in Buenos Aires. This week we're going to focus on four athletes. All of them are most certainly ones to watch once things kick off on October the 6th. We've got profiles on USA's Kanak Jar and Junior Wakavesi, plus British gymnast Amelie Morgan. But first... Olympic Channel Podcast. The National Taekwondo Centre in Manchester, in the northwest of England, is starting to be one of the world leaders in the sport. Double Olympic champion Jay Jones trains there along with countless other world-class athletes. But there's one youngster called Aaliyah Powell. She's already a junior world champion aged 15. And she's very much focused on success, starting with the Youth Olympic Games. Olympic Channel Podcast. I'm Aaliyah Powell, 15 years old, from Huddersfield, and I'm junior world champion in Taekwondo. Just 15, and this Brit is one of the world's top young Taekwondo fighters. My sister was a sports person, and from a young age, I went to watch her training. Um, she trained around people like Jessica Ennis, and that's when I first heard about the Olympic. Oh, God, I don't even know where to start. That's Aaliyah's mum, Sharon. Because we were so busy with the two older girls, from them doing their sport, etc., one doing from dancing to athletics. So poor Aaliyah, she was always in the background watching her sisters. This is Dad Clinton Powell. Aaliyah's always been in the background because there's like a 10-year age gap between them. So she was like a young child and always being carted around and following us around. It's when she was seven, actually. There was a local um, taekwondo centre. So within two weeks, she actually graded and got like a 91%. And from that, the coaches even from then said they've never seen a white belt kick like that. I'll never forget that from that day. I'd probably say in 2015, when I was about 12 years old, I applied to go to the Cadet Worlds. I wasn't expecting to get picked, but I did get picked. So I went to um, Korea. Here's that again, Clinton. I don't think I could do what she's doing and carry myself the way she carries herself uh, at 15. Uh, and ultimately at 12, going to Korea on your own. It was the first time she'd been selected for, for GB. Um, she barely knew the team. She was 12 years old and she flew 1,000 miles, uh, basically, you know, without parents. That was my first international competition and I thought, if I can go there at that age and not be uh, that far from the best, then got a good chance. Just off the back of that, the trip to Korea definitely opened her eyes, not just to, oh, it's Korea, it's like the home of Taekwondo, it's, it, the, the competition out there is like crazy. That was Romain Bailey, Aaliyah's coach, and her training centre is an absolute hotbed of talent. The star of the show remains double Olympic champion Jade Jones. 
Um, I think it's GB Taekwondo, like we've got such a good base now, like we've literally gone from nothing to having, you know, a world leading programme. We've got everything we need here, like the training, like video analysis, nutrition, you know, we've got the best coaches and, and all the best staff, so I think it's just going from strength to strength really. GB Taekwondo produced great athletes, really strong, especially female athletes. So when I come here, the intensity is higher, which makes you train a lot harder. And also when you've got big names like Bianca and Jade, it makes you want to perform better because you want to impress them. Bianca Walken took bronze in Rio. Jade won at the Youth Olympic Games in 2010, and she rates Aaliyah a lot. I think she's literally just got no fear. Like, when she's fighting, she's free, and, um, you know, she's doubled like a boy, and just there's so many different techniques, and, you know, she's got that fight as well, and that is important. Like, you know, some kids, like, don't want to get stuck in the fight. They just like the, the game of Taekwondo, whereas she's not scared to, to have a fight. And yet, obviously, the advantage of the, you know, she's got great long legs, so good for headshots, um, good for, like, keeping the opponent away. I think she's got, like, a lot of star qualities that could be good for the future. Coach Romaine Bailey. In terms of what she can achieve, it sounds a bit cliche, but, like, the amount of talent she has is, like, whatever she wants, as long as she applies herself properly. Mom and Dad are confident about her abilities. She's always known what she wants. To be honest, I've got a phrase at the moment, she's the boss. She is running her things the way she wants it. And I know for a fact that she could definitely come away with that gold, be an Olympic champion. Jay Jones is impressed as well. She's really young going into this Youth Olympics. Like, I remember I was 17, so, you know, at the top of the scale, where she's 15, so, you know, she's like one of the youngest in it. Um, so that's amazing to even, you know, to be world champion and to get picked to go. I think it's also a good experience to not just go to a competition with your team in Taekwondo, but it's GB as a whole. So lots of other sports, new people. So I think it's a great experience to get to know new faces and in the Olympics in a couple of years time when we're all together it could be the same group of people but I'm more focused on 2024. Good luck to Aaliyah, you can catch her in competition on October the 8th. Olympic Channel is the place to catch the stream of that so get on board. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel Podcast. There was one young man in the USA team at Rio who was born after the year 2000. His name, Kanak Jar, and it's his dream to become America's first Olympic medalist in table tennis. First up, though, he's got a trip to Argentina for the Youth Olympic Games. I think Youth Olympics is the, the biggest event there is for juniors. The competition is really strong in Argentina because it's the best juniors in the world. And he's aiming for glory in Buenos Aires. That would probably be a dream come true for me. I just want to take it one match at a time and keep looking forward after that. Age 16, Kanak was the youngest member of Team USA at Rio 2016. That was really an unbelievable experience. Going in, I didn't have really many expectations in the trials. I just wanted to play. So when I qualified, I was a little surprised, but just so happy. But uh, I think now, coming to Youth Olympics, I have a little more expectation, focusing more on the results and hope that experience carries over. The sport has given Kanak opportunities he never expected. 
through table tennis, I've met so many people and I've learned so much about different cultures and seen so many things and experienced so much. So it really made me who I am today. Sometimes it can get really hard when you're away for long times and also you're practicing so much and there's more stress, I'd say. But uh, now as I've gotten older, I really just focus on my own expectations because really in the end, I'm just playing for myself and of course my friends and family, yeah, I don't worry too much about what other people say. Even with all the success, Jar has still one big aim. To hopefully be a professional tennis player when I get older. I really love the sport so much and really that's the only thing I can see myself doing that would be just amazing. And it might be a while off yet, but Tokyo 2020 remains the ambition. I have not talked so much about Tokyo yet, but I really think I hope to do well there. And uh, I think going into Rio, I was a lot less experienced and uh, I just went in there to enjoy, not worry too much about results, but I hope by to Tokyo 2020, I'll be a different player and we'll go there with hopefully a different mindset. USA have never had an Olympic champion in table tennis. That would be just something amazing for me, just out of my dreams really, because Olympics is very strong, especially a lot of competition, especially within the Asian countries, so that would just be really amazing for me. Olympic Channel Podcast. Thanks to Kanak there. Another American tip for great things is Junior Wakavesi. He's the star man from the USA's Rugby Sevens team. And he's heading to Buenos Aires on a mission. My name is Inoke Bonjomo Wangavesi. I was born in Sacramento, California, United States. I'm 18 years old and I practice rugby. My dream is to make the 2020 Olympics. Junior's a, he's a really hardworking guy. He's like a coach on the field. If you need help or if you're lost with anything, Junior's the person you can go to. That was Sion Mahi, who is Junior's teammate in the team. He may look like he's getting tired, but he doesn't get tired. Junior doesn't get tired. Tirin Al Jabouri is another teammate. If you watch him, he's just an absolute amazing player. Like he just he has the best footwork I've seen in a while. Junior has already trained with the senior men's seven squad at age 17. Falau Nua is probably one person I really look up to. He's taught me a lot at the recent camps that I've been to here at Chula Vista. And he's really just been like a role model to me, showing me the ins and outs of the system, the type of system we play here at USA Rugby. Well, to me, uh, man, it's a blessing for me, for someone to say that. I'm just a guy that loved to play the game of rugby. It's, it's been an honor and being blessed for someone to say that to me. Now, it's fair to say that ex-England international and USA performance coach Phil Greening knows his stuff. And he's a fan, too. Flau's a senior player, he's been around the circuit for a very long time now and uh, he, he's really a, um, a talisman for our team. When he plays well, when his restarts are on point, the team plays well. He's our playmaker and um, we see Junior, that next step for, for, for him will be to emulate Flau and then to emulate the great playmakers on the circuit as well. Junior again. I started playing controlled rugby at the age of 11, but rugby has always been a part of my life since I can remember. My father was a rugby coach. He's always coached me throughout my life, starting in elementary school, preschool days, until I graduated high school. 
I find out rugby was my passion when, uh, when it started to become more serious. I would say middle school into high school is when I, when I found out I was actually pretty good at the game. And so I wanted to make it like more of a, a hobby for me. I would say my uh, strength is the ability to make plays on the field. I would beat my defender and offload the ball to open up spaces on the outside and help my team win. I just tend to look for um, weaknesses in my opponent's like game plan, such as like which defender can tackle is good and and like where open spaces in the back or where I can attack to where it would give my team an advantage. Whenever I win a match, I'm always, I'd say I'm quite humble about it because like, yeah, you win a match, but you would always have another match after that. And even if it's a championship game, you would always focus on the next season. When I lose a match, it's, it's quite defeating. You would just have to take it for what it is, not blame anybody and point any fingers at any of your teammates, but just go back to the drawing board and find out what you did wrong and correct it for the next day, for the next match. The Olympics is where the best of the best in the world compete. To be invited to play in the Olympics would be just a great honor to any athlete, truly, because that's, that's saying that they're chosen to represent their country and they're seen as one of the best in their country and potentially the world. I just want to make an Olympics and hopefully get my country a medal. The US team have their first game against France on October 13th. And so, Emily Morgan is a record breaker. Her two silver medals and three bronzes at the Junior European Championships in Glasgow this August were the most won by any British junior ever. Andrew Binner gave her a call and started off by asking her how it feels to be competing against the older members of the field. Olympic Channel Podcast. There's all these people and they're like a foot taller than me and I'm like the baby of the group. So it's a bit daunting, but also it's kind of like there's a little bit less of an expectation because I'm like the younger one and hasn't had as much experience as some of the other people competing. So. You recently um, got a British record of five European junior medals in Glasgow. So congratulations for that. Um, what do you put that good form down to? Definitely training and coaching. You know, the, Liz coaching me has been one of the best things and I think just that consistency of doing really hard training and all that work I put into it definitely helped me prepare for that because that was like the best I've ever been prepared for a competition. So how do you keep yourself so you look remarkably poised and calm how do you keep yourself so calm during competition and preparation? I'm always so nervous although you can't really tell I am so nervous my heart is going so fast but I think I've just kind of learned to, you know, keep that under control and kind of use that nervous energy in a good way. And uh, just finally, what are your ambitions for the near future? And are you hoping to make the plane for Tokyo 2020? I think everyone's aim is that top spot at Tokyo 2020. But, you know, I just look at, look at it as a day as it comes and focus on the like short term so I can really like nail down on the little bits. Olympic Channel Podcast. Thanks to Andrew and to Emily and all the other athletes that we featured.
There are so many amazing athletes ready to compete at Buenos Aires 2018 and the Olympic Channel is the home of all the action. We have a 24-hour live stream where you can, well, watch everything that you want. We'll be pulling together the best moments of the game so you'll feel like you're there. We've also got a live show on Facebook and Twitter each day hosted by Ashley Tullock. If you like this podcast, then you'll definitely like that. And I will also be in Argentina with one mission, making an awesome podcast. So hit subscribe and stay up to date with all of the action for the Youth Olympic Games. Thanks to everyone who got in touch about our last episode where we had the mighty Michael Phelps and the incredible Peter van der Hergenbond opening up about mental resilience. All that's left to say is make sure you leave us a five-star rating for us on iTunes and write us a nice review too. If you want all the very best Olympic stories every week, then make sure you hit subscribe. It helps other people find us, both of those things. So thank you if you have done them. That is it for now. See you later. Think like an Olympian.